Welcome to the Warrior Up Podcast. I'm Amy Smith. I've been teaching, training, and coaching fitness for more than 25 years and in love with Jesus for all of my life. I'm passionate for God and to get you moving out of your comfort zone and into living your best life for Him. Through pain and struggle, God has taught me life-changing truths that have healed my soul, set me free, and empowered my mind. Each week, I'll be sharing these truths with you, along with my heart, practical action steps, powerful stories, and key principles from God's Word to motivate, encourage, inspire, and even challenge you in your fitness and health journey for your body, mind, and spirit. Let's get right into today's show. Hello, Fit Sisters and Brothers in Christ as well. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. I'm excited to have you back. I love what God is doing. I love that you're loving this podcast and that you're sharing it. Oh my goodness, I pray that this today just inspires you and encourages you, also challenges you, maybe even grosses you out a little bit so that, um, you know, you have these moments in your brain that go, okay, that just blew my mind and I really need to go to God in his word and see what he has to say about food. I believe this episode can do that and it can be a shift, a time of shifting in our lives where we break the mad diet, the modern American diet, and we start eating more God's way. And you're going to feel great. You're going to feel amazing. You're going to have more energy for your God-given call. You're going to have more creativity because the foods that we eat do impact our health, our mental health as well, our anxiety, stress, and pressure, because we know that inflammation begins um, in the body through stress and food. So those are two big factors. So a lot of stress and eating the wrong foods can cause inflammation. So it is so much about diet and lifestyle, healthy diet, God's way. So today is a continuation from last week, which, which was episode 18, talking about eat this, not this, how to stop feeling terrible and tired and start feeling amazing God's way. So today we're going to be talking about obesogens, what in the world they are, how we can identify them and eliminate them from our food and also our family. You're going to feel so much better, even as a mom or a dad, um, feeding and fueling your family wisely. Now, this is not all or nothing. It's not about perfection. This is about progress because I'll give you an example. Okay. I just want to be a little vulnerable so that you know that I don't have it all together. So last week, Tim and I went shopping and went to the Cheesecake Factory and got a piece of cheesecake, which has the most sugar in it. It's the s'mores and it's all sugar. Oh my goodness. Okay. So ended up buying it, put it in the freezer so I wouldn't touch it. That's another tip that I'm going to have for later. I'll talk about that later. So I put it in the garage, in the freezer, out of sight, out of mind. And I knew over the weekend, well, my plan was to eat it. So Saturday night, and I really wasn't even hungry for it, but I had a plan. And so I decided to eat it. I ate pretty much three quarters of it. And then I felt nasty. I, I really felt terrible. It put me in a sugar coma. I fell asleep. The next morning did not feel good. Even got, you know, got my workout in, got the cardio going, oxygenated blood pumping throughout the body. And still it took me until today, day two of exercise in eating healthy to detox from that cheesecake. I'm not kidding. So this is not all or nothing. And we do need to enjoy treats every now and then if that's what we want to do. But we don't want food to control us. And it's not just about sugar. We're going to be talking about those obesogens, which this is like a no brainer. Whenever you hear 
what I have to say about what obesogens are and how we need to eliminate them from the foods that we're eating, you're going to understand a little bit more that, oh, wow, okay, so if I can just even start here eliminating these additives, preservatives, artificial flavors, colors, uh, toxins from my body, even right there, I'm just going to feel so much better. But we are going to also talk about refined sugar and flour and how to dump that as well. So without further ado, again, we're going to talk about the way to live our healthiest life, achieve our ideal body weights, and we're going to learn how to eat for life God's way. We're going to learn that it's not paleo, keto, or intermittent fasting. It's learning how to eat God-made food. God's way. And it should be exciting. If you're not excited yet, come on, get excited. Open up your mind a little bit, expand it and think, okay, something good is coming in. Because here's the deal, you guys, we can't treat our body like a trash can and expect to be at our best for God. So this is exciting because we have free will. And once we gain knowledge and open up our minds to learn and see what God has to say in his word, then we can start taking baby steps to greater health. And it's not going to be linear. You know, like over the weekend, I had too much sugar, had to start all over today, but that's okay. Yesterday I did a little bit too. So here's the deal. God is good. He is faithful. And today is a new day. The enemy wants to keep you back and he wants to hold you in shame. I had a lot of shame on Sunday just because I felt yucky from that, um, the sugar, and it had me in a bad mood. I felt groggy and kind of yucky just from that decision of eating that high sugar cheesecake. But I want you to know that Jesus wants to be with us in this journey. He wants to be with you. We need prayer and we need a plan in all things because the devil wants to keep us. He wants to keep you from fulfilling your God-given calling. And it is a big deal. Food has a big part in it. It really does because in our culture, it becomes idolatry and it's a sin. Gluttony is a sin. And so is hungering and thirsting after food more than God. We all have to eat though. So we need to learn balance. Jesus will fill us with his grace to overcome. The devil wants us to get stuck in our heads though. So right now, we're just going to give this over to the Lord. Whatever we're feeling, whatever situation that we're in today, whatever mindset to or where, whatever season of life that we're in, we're just going to ask the Holy Spirit to guide us today with what he wants us to hear. Remember that Jesus is the one who has life and life to the full for us. And he is the one who has the answers. So we're going to go to him today. But there is a scripture I want to start with. And it's in Exodus 14, 14. As actually 13 first. It says, do not be afraid. Stand firm. Watch God deliver. Okay, I'm summing that up in 13. And then number 14, it says, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to hold your peace. And then in Exodus 14, verse 15, it's where God is telling the Israelites to move on. So he wasn't telling them to stop because another verse or translation says, the Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. What God is telling them is he's saying, trust me, trust me, be calm, be patient and move. So that's what we're going to do today. Are you ready? All right, let's pray. Father, we bring this conversation to you. And we ask you to fill us with your truth. I pray that you'll speak through me and give me the right heart. Father, I pray that you'll open up our minds and that we would be willing to make changes as you lead us. We thank you, Father, that we're not in this ourselves. 
but it's your grace that's so amazing and that spurs us forward. Lord, help us to live our best lives for you and wake up in Jesus' name. Amen. Isaiah 41.10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Philippians 4, 6 to 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Psalm 34, 4 to 5 and 8, it says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. I wanted to give those scriptures because I don't want to overwhelm you and I don't want you to feel pressure. That's what the enemy wants. Yes, there's going to be moments where we feel a little pressure because our brains are trying to process, but let's just stay calm. Let's hold our peace and not get, you know, our feathers ruffled because God's going to show us what to do. He's going to show us in the steps and it's not all or nothing, even 1% better choices today, tomorrow, and the future is 1% better than today or yesterday. So God is about growth and he wants our hearts. That's what he cares about the most. He wants our heart. So today let's give our hearts to him and see how we can learn how to eat his way. So we've all heard about the chemical spill in East Palestine, Ohio. And when I saw the story on the news, I thought about this. Well, actually, I saw on the news, so there was an abundance of water flowing. And, you know, the idea is is that this water is probably toxic now. It looked pure and clean, but it's deadly contaminated. Knowing that this water is toxic, who would intentionally drink it, right? I mean, think about that. See it for yourself. See this flowing water, and it looks clean. It looks pure but it's deadly and you know it, you're not going to drink it. How many of us are doing this every day with fake foods that we're eating? I'm going to be talking about some of these fake additives that are going into man-made food that are making us sick. And even God made food with an abundance of pesticides. Now, I'm not really going to talk about organic today, or I'm not going to talk about GMO. We can talk about that in another episode But there are fruits and vegetables that we should be eating organic wise. I always buy organic apples and potatoes. Those are two things that I always buy organic. But I want to talk about those obesogens. So what are obesogens? They are chemicals that may promote obesity by interfering with your metabolism and hormones. Okay, so as we're talking about obesogens, we need to understand what they are. So they're the opposite of clean, toxin-free food. So think about packaged foods, boxed foods. Think about fast food, convenience foods. These are man-made, highly processed foods that have chemicals, preservatives, artificial dyes, and colors and flavors. Obesogens are chemicals that trigger our bodies to store fat, even though we might be restricting calories. So even if you're eating low-calorie, what we're doing is whenever we eat these foods that contain obesogens, We're telling our bodies to store fat. And why? Because God didn't make our bodies to process chemicals and toxins. 
Really, it's so simple. We make it so hard, but really think about it. God did not make our bodies to process fake things. He knows us. He made us. He created us. And he made food for us. Life-giving food. Different obesogens work differently in the body. So some increase the number of fat cells in your body just by eating foods that contain these chemicals. Other obesogens expand the size of your fat cells. Others influence your appetite, fullness, and how well your body burns calories. The bottom line is this, obesogens get into the body through food and they wreak havoc on your hormone production and metabolism. And what's terrible, and I know that this is harsh, but when you consume these chemicals and I consume them, we're making our body a fat storage toxic waste dump. And remember, God created our bodies in his image. We are not trash cans. 1 Corinthians 6, 12 says, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. Another translation says that all things are permissible, but not all things are profitable. So in Christ, we have freedom to make these choices, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be profitable or beneficial for our lives. So we need wisdom. And wisdom begins with the fear and reverence and awe of the Lord. Look to Jesus for these answers, not to the world, but look to him and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal these things to you. This is crazy, but we are the chemicals that we eat. They make us tired. They put us through skin dramas like rash, blemished, or dry skin. They make us feel overweight and miserable, even if we've been watching what we're eating and exercising like crazy. And what's even worse is they put us at risk for scary life-shortening diseases like heart disease and cancer. Foods with chemicals can harm us, not help us. But real God-made food means a healthy environment around our cells. So think about every cell in the body. When we eat real whole food, we are supporting the bodies that God has given us. So the main way to gain victory over our own food choices and our families too, because, you know, as moms or as dads, we're making the decisions of what we bring into the house or the drive-throughs that we go through. And I know that this this is tough, but we can make better decisions. We can be 1% better. We do this with the help of the Lord. He gives us wisdom and he gives us strength to make better choices. When we understand that food is medicine, a problem or a poison, we can make intelligent, responsible choices to choose foods that heal. We have to read ingredients on labels first. Okay, so we talked about that last week. And if the item contains ingredients that we wouldn't cook with in our kitchen, don't buy it. Put it back on the shelf many times now, which is so great. Companies are catching on to this that people are reading labels. So now they're making products that have healthier ingredients and they don't have these obesogens that I'll be talking about in a second. The less a food has been processed, the more it benefits your health. So understand that too. So the less processed and think about the things that grow from the ground and animals that have been fed healthy food, they're going to produce healthy meat. So like grass fed organic beef, meat without antibiotics or hormones. Food is not just energy, it is information. So it communicates messages to our genes, our hormones, immune system, or even our gut flora. In fact, to every system of our body. So toxins like pesticides, preservatives, artificial flavors and colorings, addicting sugars and fats, and more can travel to and settle into all the organs 
of the body, particularly the liver, the kidneys, the gastrointestinal tract, and they can do great damage. Did you know that chemical-ridden foods attributed to the dramatic rise in obesity, heart disease, chronic fatigue syndrome, infertility, dementia, mental illness, and more? When we use wisdom and we really get this revelation and it's important to us, it changes our lives. God did not create our bodies to put certain things into them, like chemicals, synthetic additives, preservatives, artificial sweeteners, and colors. When we learn how to empower ourselves to choose real food that works with our body, it's one way to really honor God and worship him with our lives. And spiritual health is a key component of total body health. Think about it. We cannot achieve our full potential without being physically fit and healthy. The truth is, is that God created our bodies to consume real food that he made. Our bodies do not recognize processed foods. We can start minimalizing things that we're putting into our body that we know that we shouldn't. We can limit sugar, added sugar. We can limit the caffeine. We can drink more water and eat more fruits and vegetables. Listen, we can take care of our temple. Honor God with your life and your body. Get close to Jesus, eat healthier, and feel so much better. Excellent health is a form of worship, and it's not about perfection. Remember that. It is not about stressing out and feeling overwhelmed and feeling guilt and shame. It is enjoying the journey. John 10, 10, one of my life verses, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. It is Jesus who came that we may have life and have it to the full until it overflows. Our choices matter. So I encourage you and me, we need to get fit for life, for our life race here all the way through spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically fit for Jesus and for the plans that he, that he has for us. They are good. They're good. And we are so blessed to be a blessing to other people. I love this quote from Pastor Rick Warren, who wrote The Purpose Driven Life. He says, God made your body. Jesus died for your body and he expects you to take care of your body. So I was talking with my fit campers this last week and really getting them fired up because discipline is the deal. So we move by God's grace, but we also choose to move by discipline. It is a fruit of the Holy Spirit to have self-control. And we may not have a lot of it, but what we do have, we act on it. We need to grasp this. Willpower does not last. Short term, oh yeah, it'll work. And maybe for some people for a few years, but eventually you will lose your will to fight due to tiredness, weariness, bored feelings, obstacles, challenges in life, even tragedies and hardships. He is the one then who fires us up. He gives us purpose and he gives us strength and resolve. We need the Holy Spirit to do the discipline. And discipline is saying no to the lesser so that we may gain the greater. We must choose short-term pain for long-term gain. The truth is, is that the right thing to do is most always the hardest, most painful thing. And we don't like pain. Many people never go forward in their life with excellence or move out of mediocrity because they can't stand the thought of choosing short-term pain. They would rather have short-term gain and instead get long-term pain. The truth, though, the way it works is you have to work it for yourself with the help of the Holy Spirit. So we partner with God and it's through a relationship with God through his son, Jesus. 
we are free to choose all of us. Not everybody chooses to come into a, a journey of excellence for God. But know this, we are not free from the consequences of our choices. So we can't eat whatever we want and put terrible things into our body and expect to have a life that is fully abundant in Christ. This is where common sense and wisdom from God and hard work, sacrifice, short-term pain, a bigger why, and determination, resolve, and resolution must come into play. We need a bigger picture and perspective of why it's important to take care of the temple. And listen, I'm going to tell you all day long, we need to be moving our bodies because one of the best ways to take care of the body is to exercise. And I'm talking more than a walking program. That's a great place to start, but that is not going to get you strong. And did you know, ladies, in your 30s, you're going to lose 10% of muscle strength. If you don't take intentional action, you're going to lose strength. Once you hit your 30s, every decade, you're going to lose at least 10% of your muscle strength. That's a big deal. But praise God that he has made us in his image and we can be intentional and work the discipline in his grace and take steps to become strong and fit for Christ all the way through our life race. All right, let's start talking about some of these obesogens. And remember, they're chemicals and they're toxins that are added to processed food to give them flavor, to make them last longer, to make them look pretty, but they're wreaking havoc on our bodies. High fructose corn syrup. It is one of the worst processed sugars that we can put into our bodies because it goes straight to the liver. It can cause non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. High fructose corn syrup is heavily processed. It's a form of sugar. It's typically made from the starch of GMO corn. And we talk about that some other time. Studies have shown it increases the risk of weight gain, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, cancer, dementia, and like I said, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. Avoid high fructose corn syrup at all costs. And it's in a lot of sodas. It's in cereals. It can be in a lot of condiments. Read the labels. If you see high fructose corn syrup, put it away. Another obesogen, artificial colors. These are dyes that are derived from petroleum and they're linked to several health issues, including allergies and hyperactivity in children. It requires a warning label in Europe. That's interesting, but not in the United States. It may also be contaminated with carcinogens such as benzidine. Another obesogen we talked about last week is carrageenan. It's a thickener and emulsifier, and it's linked to digestive issues and even cancer. Even the Mayo Clinic says to stay away from carrageenan. It's found in many coffee creamers. It's found in cottage cheese. It's found in yogurts, even baby formula. Another obesogen combo here, you have mono and diglycerides. This emulsifier is a byproduct of oil processing. Doesn't that sound gross anyway? I mean, including canola and soybean oils, they may contain trans fat and it's detrimental to our heart health. So when you see mono and diglycerides and it's in a lot of boxed products, packaged products, put it back on the shelf. Another obesogen is cellulose. It's basically wood pulp. And this is found in shredded cheese and also in some fast food chili, other products too. This thickener and emulsifier is usually made from wood because it's cheap. Research links consumption of this additive to weight gain, inflammation, and digestive problems. Okay, listen to this one. TBHQ, it's a toxic preservative. 
listen to how it's created. From butane, which is a very toxic gas. Eating only one gram of this has been shown to cause ADHD in children to asthma, allergies, dermatitis, and dizziness. It can cause stomach cancer in lab animals. Then you have BHA and BHT, which are cancer-causing preservatives. They're used to keep the fats and oils in foods from going rancid. It's found in box cereals, canned frostings, dessert mixes, instant potatoes, microwave popcorn, baked goods, meat products, and chewing gum. BHA and BHT. Doesn't that sound yummy? Then we have nitrites and nitrates, which turn into nitrites in the body. They're used in cure meats to prevent botulism. They can cause cancer. By the way, most of the 10,000 additives in our food supply have never been proven safe and are given a free pass by the FDA. The FDA marks these substances as GRAS, G-R-A-S, which means generally recognized as safe. Remember our scripture from last week, Matthew eleven twenty eight, where Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. And to take his yoke upon us and learn from him because his yoke is easy and his burden is light. So I'm not trying to put pressure on us where we feel like, what are we going to eat now? God has given us an abundance of food. We just have to change our taste buds a little bit at a time. And again, there are so many companies out there that have caught on to these additives and people are getting smarter when they read labels. So you're going to find healthier options out there. They may cost a little bit more money, but the peace of mind that you're going to have and knowing that you're honoring God with your body and taking care of your family at another level, God will honor that. He will make up that difference. One of the worst oils that we can consume as well is cottonseed, just to put that out there. So avoid cottonseed oil too at all costs. Another obesogen would be the category of artificial food dyes. They're made from petroleum and they can cause allergic reactions. They may be tainted with carcinogens and they have been linked to hyperactivity in kids. Artificial colors, they can disrupt the immune system. They're man-made in a lab with chemicals derived from petroleum. They require a warning label in other countries outside the U.S. They've been banned in countries around the world. They're contaminated with known carcinogens, and they cause an increase in hyperactivity in children. Here's why we need to avoid these dyes, these artificial colors and flavors. Another obesogen is polysorbate 80, which is an emulsifier linked to weight gain, inflammation, and digestive problems. So you guys, with all of these obesogens, and there are more out there. I'm just naming a few. What do you think? I would love to hear what you guys think about this. And I'm not on a witch hunt, but God has shown this to me years ago, over 15 years ago, when God opened up my eyes, it just became so shocking. Yes, but it also became empowering because I understood, God, we need to look to you and not man. We need to put our hope in you. We need to stop doing life man's way and the world's way. And Lord, thank you for opening up my eyes to see so that I can help other people. And not everybody's going to be on this bandwagon. I totally get it. Some people get really upset and they don't want to hear it. But for those of you who are hungry to know what's better and how we can make better choices to honor God and to live a more fruitful, productive life, because the way we treat our bodies matter, for you, I say, go go, just take one step. And I know that God is going to honor that step. And then you're going to get more revelation and get excited about this journey 
of living a healthier, fitter life for Christ. I want to give you some gross facts because um, I just like that little shock and awe too, because when I start breaking it down and not just name the obesogens, but tell you some gross facts, you're going to go, what? Are you serious? And I am serious. It's hard to believe, but I am serious. So do you know that many common foods, processed foods contain secretions from beaver's anal glands and it's called castorium. And the FDA regards it in packaging as natural flavoring. So when you see natural flavors, you might just be consuming castorium, which was expressed out of a beaver's anal glands. Yes, I just said that. Okay, how about this one? Have you ever heard of azodicarbonamide, which is even hard to say? It's actually yoga mat and shoe rubber material that's added to some breads. Subway actually had this additive in their breads, but too many people caught on to this yoga mat material being in their bread. And thankfully, Subway got rid of it. But there are so many breads on the shelf that have dough conditioner to keep your bread nice and soft and fluffy. Would you eat yoga mat? Would you work out and then say, hey, I'm kind of hungry. Just give me a corner of that yoga mat. No, you wouldn't. That's disgusting. So I want you to think about that. That's a gross fact. I just want to tell you. Another one is dimethyl polysiloxane. It's an additive that's used in silly putty and breast implants. And it's an additive that's also sometimes preserved with formaldehyde. Yum, right? Well, guess what this is added to? Some french fries and other products like a fat-free sweet onion salad dressing from Subway. So they kept that in there. Dimethyl polysiloxane. Silly putty's fun to play with. I don't think I want to eat it. How about you? And here's one more. Coal tar. C-O-A-L tar. T-A-R. It's an ingredient in some mac and cheese brands. How's that sound for you? Okay, with all of this information, how's your mind? Are you, are you okay? Are you still with me? Let's end this with some scripture. And guess what? I'm going to have to continue this next week when I'm going to talk about dumping refined sugar, getting off sugar, which has been shown to be as addictive as cocaine. I know that there are different words out there about it, but the truth is, is that sugar is highly addictive to the brain. And I'm talking about refined sugars, not sugar that's found naturally occurring in God-made fruit. I'm talking about man-made sugar, how we can get free from added sugars and refined flours and naturally lose weight. I gave a lot of information and not a lot of hope, but let's end this with some scripture and just go to Jesus, pray over this for a week. Let's see how we can eat more God-made food. Okay, so 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13 says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So I want to give us five P's that we can practically take as action steps with all this information. So number one, the first P is we need to pause. We need to just pump the brakes a little bit, take a breath, cast this upon the Lord. And then the second P is pray. So we need to pause whenever we start to feel overwhelmed and tempted and overcome by all this pressure. We need to pause, pump the brakes and pray and go to the Lord and ask him to renew our minds and help us to take this knowledge and move forward. What does he want us to do? What step can we take today? It may be as simple as drinking more water. It may be as simple as cutting out soda and diet soda. It's not all or nothing. 
It may not mean getting rid of all of the processed foods that have these obesogens that you're used to having in your home. It may be as simple as eating more God-made food and replacing the junk so that those temptations don't overtake you. Then the third P is plan. Make a plan with the help of the Holy Spirit. He is the one who is our counselor, our educator, our comforter, our guide. Get along with Jesus. Get into his word and ask God to help you plan and reach out to me. I have simple, basic steps that you can take to replace the junk and make a plan. There's a quote that says, fail to plan, plan to fail. We all need a plan. We need a God-given plan and strategy. So we need to pause. We need to pray and invite Jesus into our food and our fitness. Number three, we need a plan. Number four, once we have a plan, it is our responsibility to prepare that plan, to take action steps, because nothing great happens until we take action. So we can have knowledge, but until we move forward on that knowledge, no change happens. So with the help of the Holy Spirit and Jesus walking by our side, what step can we take in that plan? And it's the simple steps that are huge wins over time. And number five, this is about perseverance. So persevere, don't give up in this quest to live a healthier, fitter life for Christ. It's not going to be all or nothing and it's not going to happen overnight. And Jesus doesn't want perfection. He wants our hearts. It's about progress. It's about journey with the Lord. It's getting excited to be 1% better in a day, in a week, in two weeks, in a month. It's taking small steps that become habits to change. Galatians 5.1 says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. We don't want to be enslaved or entrapped to food. And many of these products contain obesogens that keep us coming back addicted to these foods. Jesus wants us to be free. He wants us to enjoy food. He wants us to enjoy life. Food is made for pleasure and also for fuel. But God doesn't want us to be controlled by it or to make it an idol. Matthew 7, 7 to 8 says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives and the one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, it will be opened. You can do this in Christ. You can do hard things. It's going to be hard. It's going to take time. It's a journey. It's not all or nothing. It's not about pressure or condemnation or guilt or shame. It is about journeying with Jesus and becoming more of the daughter or and the son that God created us to be for him and for his glory. This is an exciting adventure. And I'm so excited to be with you on it. You guys reach out to me, send me an email, connect with me on social media and let me know how I can help. I want to be here to help you. I don't want to leave you just hanging. So please reach out. Let me know how I can help in your journey. But remember the five P's, pause, pray, plan, prepare and persevere. With all that said, and I'm excited for next week as I talk about how to dump sugar and refined flour. And I'm telling you what, you do that right there. You're going to lose unhealthy weight and you're going to feel so much better. But until next time, please be sure to share this podcast. I appreciate it so much. And if you would leave me a five-star review below, it really helps to get this podcast out. And I mean it from my heart. Thank you so much for it. And until next week, which I can't wait, warrior up, rise up and never give up 
you can do hard things through Christ. Have a great winning week. God bless you guys. 